Well, hey, everyone. Here we are. Welcome back. I'm Claire. I'm Jonathan. And this is Did I Ever Tell You? I don't know. Did you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It's kind of the whole premise. Well, welcome back. Uh, We haven't recorded in like two weeks because we got sick and then it was Thanksgiving week and we are a couple of slackers, I guess. So sorry to our 10 followers that we didn't put out an episode weekly as we initially planned, but you know, we're just starting. We're trying to figure this out. Trying to figure it out still. Yeah. Ideally, we will put it out on Tuesdays, but you know. Bear life, with us. Yeah, life happens, you know? Bear with us while we get our dog comfy, because that's the most important part of this podcast. Yeah, well, a comfy dog doesn't make annoying noises. There you go. Okay, where were we? Alright, so today's topic, we're going to talk about being young millennials slash really old uh, gender, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z zillennials. Yeah, so we were both born in 1996, which is like the year that no one can agree is a millennial or Gen Z. Right. I myself identify as a millennial. Yeah, we're millennials. Mainly for me, at least, because there's an eight-year age gap between my brother and I, and my parents are older, so I grew up with a more millennial vibe, if you will. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I feel like our appreciation for like older music and just, I don't know. I'm a millennial. Yeah. And we're trying to not be like zillennials. Yeah. I mean, nothing against Gen Z. Like, there are definitely Uh some things that you've done that I'm like proud and cheering you on. Yeah. But I'm like, why are you doing that most of the time? Right. That's how I feel. Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, dude, grow up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's my thing is I am four years older than my sister, who is a full, full-blood Gen Z. Born in the year 2000. Born in 2000. So I kind of just like, I don't know. We're like millennial gatekeepers. We're like, we were born in 1996. We we're the last ones. So like everything you do after us is weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. But we're also going to be there with you, so... We've, like... It's like the respect your elders sort of thing. Yeah, you better. <laughs> Katie, you better respect us. You better respect us. Yeah, it says, b- born between 1997 and 2012 is a Gen Z. So then we'd be right on that cutoff. But I've also seen that Millennial is from, like, 81 to 95. Right, so we're half Z... Zillennials. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're somewhere in there. We're on right on the edge. We're so. millennials. Yeah, but yeah, just kind of talking about I don't know what it's like to be an older or I'm sorry, a younger millennial, right? Or an older Gen Z, if you want to consider us Gen Z. No, we're millennials. We are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so I feel like one thing about growing up when we did is going to be like technology is mm-hmm. one of the really big things. Um, because nowadays, you know, kids have like young kids have smartphones and mm-hmm. social media, video games, social media, 
like all this crazy stuff where like when I was a kid, at least up until, I don't know, sixth grade, maybe it was like, yeah, go play with your neighborhood friends Mm -hmm. and just make sure when I turn on the porch light, you better be home within 10 minutes of me turning on the porch light. Right. Yeah. And I think like, uh, like video games was a kind of do it by yourself thing and talk to your friends about it. And now it's more of a play with your friends sort of deal. Like, we didn't really have that until much recent, much more recent. And social media, I don't know, our first start with that was MySpace. MySpace. And that was, I don't know, like, sixth, seventh grade probably for me. I had one in, like, elementary school, I think. And then my brother told my mom on me. Yeah, I don't know. I got in trouble. It might have been middle school. All I wanted to do was just, like, have a cool background and put a cool song on my yeah. page when you came to my page. And you always had to add your top eight. Yeah, but I didn't even, like, <laughs> know what the implications of that were. I was just, They're your like, eight best friends. Yeah, I don't know. All I had was... You always started out with Tom. See, like, even MySpace was a thing that was taught to me by, like, my older cousins. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't even, like, that important to me. Like, it was important to them when yes. they were older. It's like my my friend, my best friend growing up was, like, four years older than me. So same thing. It yeah. was, like, real big for them. So I only knew about it because they had it. And then, like, I think my mom had one, maybe. Really? I don't know. Did your mom have a MySpace? Probably. <laughs> just to spy on us kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to, like have some Evanescence song on my page when you came to it, and I was like, yeah, this is what I'm all about. This is me. This is me, and I don't even know what else I did on there. Yeah. Then Facebook, and I just wanted to Facebook so I could play some games. Yeah, Facebook games. That's why I got it. And then, like, I don't know. I would put pictures up and make the most random statuses. And Yep, yep. But, yeah, I mean, so, you know, early elementary school, it was very, like, we had obviously we had like a computer and a TV and all that, but there was no like portable technology. Yeah. So we just had to like make fun. We had to come up with games and like mm-hmm. we play hide and seek in the whole neighborhood. Or like last episode we talked about riding our bikes up to Speedway. Right. Yeah. Street hockey, yeah. Uh, skateboarding, mm-hmm. doing like a lot of kickback. outdoor things. Is yeah. the game we used to. Yeah, it was literally just, like, me and Haley on one side and Emily and Josh on the other, and we just, like, kick a ball back and forth and try (laughs) to catch it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, like, down the street. It was a far distance. Life was so much simpler. So much simpler. Yeah, technology is, like, a huge thing. And even we were just talking with our friends Jordan Lily about, like, in schools technology. Right, right. And it's, like, if you had the box TV on a cart, in your classroom when you walked in that was like the sign of a good day or we had that all the way through high school though i feel like that's kind of yeah that's true but now they have like projectors and then you remember like the the projectors except it was just like you would have the expo markers and then the clear plastic and then they'd write on it and it would like show that on the screen Those were so fun. Yeah, there were teachers who would just, like, stand by that, and that's how they did their whole lesson plan. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, math teachers. Yeah, that would do it that was all big the time. in math. Yeah. Or, like, 
lit teachers would have like a clear version of a book up there or something. I don't even know if those things exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. I forgot about that. And then as soon as we started getting old enough to actually like comprehend things like a smartphone, I mean, I don't know, I guess super young kids comprehend it now, but like once our brains were in a sense ready for that, then we started getting smartphones mm-hmm. and even before then I remember having phones where like you would accidentally hit the internet button because they had internet <laughs> capabilities, but then you'd like freak out and panic, hit the back button so fast so that your parents wouldn't get charged for yeah, you being on the yeah. internet. When did you get your first smartphone? Uh, s- sophomore year of high school? Yeah. Probably. I think I was a senior. I think I just started. I might have been a junior. Year, and I'm I got my think. first smartphone. But I always had like my iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. And they were just like struggling to get Wi Fi at school, which I don't know if we ever did. Well, I mean, we never were able to access it. It's the Wi Fi struggle back in the day. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think. So whenever the Galaxy 3 came out, because that was my first, like, actual smartphone. Okay. I'm going to look that up real quick. Mine was the Galaxy 4. So, I don't know. That's probably pretty close. Yeah. I know it was, I don't know. Like, I remember my first touchscreen phone. It was the T-Mobile Tap. And it was a pressure touch. So you had to, like, push down really hard. And that was awful. And that one took a ride on the back of my friend's mom's car. My mom was not happy about that. <laughs> I searched Galaxy 3 release date, and it, uh, Google told me Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming <laughs> out May 23rd, 2023. So Good that's cool. Know. Good to know. That's something to look forward to, I guess. That's like over a year How away. How do they know? How do they know when it's going to come out? I don't know. That's so quick. Let's see here. The Galaxy S3 release date. 2012. So, so sophomore year. Either end of, so- end of sophomore or beginning of junior year. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It's kind of a weird time. Like, I didn't know the implications that having a smartphone would have. Oh, God, no. Me. How could we know? And now it's just like, like, I knew they were cool, and I knew that... I needed one, right? Because everyone had one. <laughs> right. Yeah, just like now, we really take those things advantage. Uh, d- 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 yeah. Really take advantage of things like that. We really take advantage of things like going outside. Like I feel like we actively have to make a plan. Make to a go plan, outside. or like have a specific hobby. That takes us outside. Yeah. Because we have smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. And before it was like, <laughs> I'm bored. I guess I'll go outside and see if there's anything to do. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Like, Very strange. Boredom is so necessary for like human brains because that's what makes us like creative and like come up with things to do. But now there's literally no time to be bored. Mm-hmm. It's like in... Bo Burnham's inside the can I interest you in everything all of the time. Yeah. We don't get a chance to just like sit back and be like, hmm, what do I want to do? Because there's always a list of a million things. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like technology is like the most obvious one. 
And it took off so quick because, like, yeah, we both got, well, I got my first phone, like we were saying, end of sophomore, beginning of junior year. And then by the time I was a senior and I was doing peer tutoring, which is when you went to, like, a local elementary school and just helped out a teacher, Mm -hmm. there was, like, I helped out with a fifth grade class. And one of the students was, like, at my mom's house, I have an iPhone. And at my dad's house, I have an Android. And I'm, like... I just figured this out like a year and a half ago. How are you like a nine or ten year old? You have two types of smartphones, and I bet you probably know them as well as I do. Right, right. <laughs> like, that is one thing crazy. that is definitely different for our generation because of how we've grown up. Is like we had to adopt all of these things, and I think that Gen Z and later are going to be a lot quicker to adapt these oh, things. Yeah. because they're going to grow up with it. And you, I mean, you look now as like Gen Z kids and people. I don't even. How old are Gen Z people now? Ninety-seven. Uh, like they're not that 20. much. Twenty. They could be in their twenties. Yeah. So like these kids are probably they've grown up around cryptocurrency and they're probably already millionaires. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> now, so to your previous thought, I remember this quote that I heard in a podcast one time. And it says, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly to sit quietly in a room alone. True. By the French philosopher Blaise Pascal. Blaise, Bla- Blaise Pascal. That's so true, though. Yeah, it's like one of those things is like, I don't know, like we really have to sit back and think, like, what do I need to do? I need to unplug. I need to... Yeah, you have to, like, make to a m- point to unplug from technology. Yeah, I need to meditate. Like, all of these things are so much more important now because we're so consumed by technology. Yeah, and I feel like the human brain was not wired to, like, juggle so many things at once. Right. Because, like, before, okay, so I have, like, these friendships, and if I want to hang out with that friend, I'll call them on their house phone, ask their mom if they're home. Mm-hmm. And then see if they want to hang out. Right. And then you hang out. And now it's like, I feel guilty if I don't respond to a text message relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And that was not a thing before. Like, you would wait to talk to your friend until you had a chance to see them or talk to them on the phone. Right, right. And, like, I ask any of my friends, I am the worst at texting because it's just so, I don't know why. It just feels like such a... it almost feels like a responsibility rather than like enjoying talking to my friends. Yeah. And I hate feeling that way, but at the same time it's like you've got so many Snapchat groups and text groups and just single text change and then you're sending videos to each other on TikTok and right. you're sending them on Instagram and then you talk about them when you're in per and it's just like Yeah. I, it's wild. I don't even like, know how to explain it. I've got this weird thing where I don't get Discord notifications. Mm-hmm. And I've got a group with my friends. And, like, tonight, hanging out with Jordan and Lily. Yeah. And Jordan was like, did you see that thing I sent? And I was like, oh, no, I don't get notifications for some reason. So I had to go back and, like, read, like, nine messages so I could get on the same page Yeah. As in person. Like. And that can be exhausting. <laughs> like, we have a couple group snapchats and like you'll not pay attention for an hour 
And then you go back and there are 30 new messages to read. And I'm like, I don't have time to catch up on all of this. And this was an hour ago, so I don't want to just now respond. Yeah. And, and then it, you're it like, stresses you out. It's like not being present in every moment, I guess. Yeah, and which is insane. Like, we should not put that on ourselves. But yeah, like, I think our generation is we've grown up with, like, people writing letters to each other. Yeah. And, like, email was just becoming a thing as we were growing up. Yeah. And, like, AIM, like, yeah. AOL Instant Messaging, Instant messaging in, like, early middle school. And then, like, being charged for your text messages. Yeah. So, like, we didn't, we had to, like, be careful. Yep. I remember when I first got my, like, first phone texting cell phone plan, phone minutes, what have you, my mom was like, all right, we're going to start out with, like, something like 400 text messages a month. And me, I'm like, that sounds like absolutely plenty. Like, there's Mm -hmm. no way I'm going to get near that. And then my mom used to take, I don't know if, I think it was every, like, few years, she'd go on a Vegas trip with all of her friends. She was on her Vegas trip, and it was, like, two weeks, not even, into the month, and I was up to 398 messages. (laughs) I was, like, called my mom. I was like, hey, mom. Um, I'm two texts away from going over. Text your mom. And you're going to, well, no, I called her. <laughs> but I was like, and if, like, you might get charged and I can't control whether or not my friends text me. Like, even if I don't respond, I'm going to receive a lot. And so from Vegas should, like, figure out a way to get online so or, like, call T-Mobile to update the texting plan <laughs> so that I didn't cost her a bunch of money. Oh, you so jerk. Dumb. I know. I felt awful. But, <laughs> and now, like with covid and everything it's like internet at least is finally starting to be treated like a necessity like water electricity gap because it is in our current day like you can't apply for jobs you can't look things up you can't i don't there's just so many things you can't do in a world that relies so much on you being able to do that stuff yeah it's felt like that for a long time, too. Yeah. I oh, yeah. like, growing up, I had some bootleg internet, mm-hmm. and it just was never fast enough. Like, no. Just a lot, of, a lot of gaming and stuff I couldn't do. Wasn't fast enough. I couldn't connect with my friends. Like Yeah. And then you're just, like, the black sheep of your friends if your internet isn't fast right. enough. <laughs> or if you want to go way back when it was, like, your par- you couldn't be on the internet if someone was on the phone. And vice versa. Yeah, these Gen Z kids, they don't understand <laughs> they dial-up <won't> internet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or the, I was just talking to Lily tonight about, like, what would you do with your hand to signal you're on the phone? Oh, yeah, And yeah. normally you do, like, thumb by the ear, pinky by the yeah, mouth. For sure. And then kids will, like, just put, like, a flat palm up to their ear. Yeah. And it's like, that's so that weird. That's very strange. That's so weird. Or, like kids not actually understanding why hanging up the phone is called hanging up yeah. because you literally hung your phone back up on the wall. Yeah, you wonder how long those things are going to last. Like, you know, like the save button on it's a on programs disc. is a floppy disk. Yeah. But it's just like a random icon that people recognize as the save button. Yeah. <laughs> and like, to be honest, I never used a floppy disk, but I knew what it was. Like, yeah, I knew I it was like a, a method of storage. Right. But those were like going out as we were coming yep. in to yeah, the that world. that was the first. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. 
Ugh, wow, and we're only getting deeper into it. Like, we're right. just, I don't know. Where are we going from here? Who freaking knows? Fake internet money. That's where we're going from yeah. here. <laughs> also, I feel like another thing with kind of when we grew up is as we were growing up, we're kind of told, like, okay, you're going to go to school, you're going to graduate high school, and then you're going to go to college where you're going to meet the love of your life. You're going to get married, buy a house, have kids, have this great job. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you go to college, yep. your future is going to be so bright. Golden. Well, guess what? White picket fence. College, American dream. Yeah, right. College is expensive now. Mm-hmm. Quite. And it's so, at least for me, it's weird to talk to, like, older people about it. Like, my grandpa, it was just, it was so cheap back then, like, a couple hundred bucks per semester. Yeah. And I realize that inflation is a thing, and it's obviously going to get more expensive with the times, but, like... It's not just inflation. No. It's been so many so many things. Right. Like, I probably don't know enough, enough about, but, like, I still understand that colleges were able to charge so much more. That's crazy, yeah. And when our parents were telling us, like, you need to go to college to be successful... They weren't thinking that that was going to be tied to tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Right. And it's so stressful to start adulthood in significant debt. Yeah. With crazy interest rates. Right. And we didn't know about that. It was just like, oh, government gives us money and then we pay them back. Yeah. So your brother went to college and he was there for a few years. Yeah. He was in the military and they were supposed to pay for it. Right. So that was kind of like something special but we like you and me were the first in our families to like go off to college and like I don't know we were just kind of stepping foot in it and we didn't really know our parents didn't really know like what it was going to cost and my parents had done a little bit of planning with like uh, 529 accounts and saving for college but not for my whole life right yeah so it's just like my parents are, like, kind of burdened by student loans for me. They're like, oh, we're we're sorry that you had to spend so much money in college. Yeah. Like, we want to help you out. And then it's one of those things where it's like, I want to not rely on my parents to yeah. help me pay off my student loans. Because I did want to go to college. Like, that yeah. was my path that I chose. But, yeah. It's but even like, if we wanted to choose a different path, that was so, like... I can't believe they didn't go to college, which is so crazy. Like, you can do so many things without going to college. Definitely a stigma. I think it was, like, when we were in college, I started seeing a lot more and more people talking about, like, you should go into a trade. Like, if you think you actually want to go into a trade. Probably when we were in high school, actually, because, like, we had friends who were going into trades. Yeah. And it was just, like, I didn't see myself doing that at the time, but I was, like, if I had thought about that three years earlier or i don't know i don't know like i, I would you, you can set yourself up really well by yeah, just oh going God, into yeah. a trade but it's more like manual labor type yeah. jobs so and i've been i grew up and you grew up with your both of your parents doing manual labor jobs mm-hmm. so it was like you don't want to be doing this all of your life no like my like, dad's yeah, body is wrecked yeah right like it can be one of those things. Just but for I mean, reference, my dad used to lay flooring, so like carpet and laminate and wood floors and all that fun stuff. And my dad's a auto mechanic, so 
same sort of manual labor all day every day yep. like and he always told me don't become a mechanic yep <laughs> and even though i got a passion for cars by growing up around that all the time i knew that wasn't gonna be my, gonna be my path so yeah and it's so funny how like you know the saying do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life but anymore it's like if you turn something that you love into a career you stop loving it because it now becomes a response another responsibility yeah which sucks yeah i guess it depends it yeah. does depends on what you're doing like depends if you're owning a business or not yeah honestly. i mean i love <laughs> i've yeah i love what i do for the most part but even still it's like i wish that i didn't have to go you know like i said 35 grand into debt to do what i'm doing yeah. but it is what it is it's just crazy that's a big thing and then like housing prices are yep. stupid like i thought in high school my biggest worry was going to be the cost of gas because everyone was like by the time you start driving gas is going to be like 10 bucks a gallon guess what it's fluctuated between a dollar 99 to what 350 yeah recently gas was expensive when we were in high school it was it was like was well like, over four dollars yeah. which is crazy thanks obama <laughs> <laughs> but yeah now i'm like gas is the least of my worries like houses are so crazy overpriced now and yeah. houses like, and cars and it's uh, like the time of our lives where we can we should be able to really afford them yeah like by the time that my parents were my age they had purchased a home and I guess my mom didn't have a kid yet, but like we're like financially fine. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all that. It's yeah. It's just like a lot, a yeah. lot more planning. Like we're fine, yeah. but it's that constant comparison that like from what you grew up with and now are completely different oh yeah but you that's the only thing you have to compare to is how your parents grew up mm -hmm. and how they taught you things are gonna work like yeah. when you grow up yeah. you know and like you know our parents are just trying our best they had no way of knowing how things were gonna yeah, be now exactly. but it's like you think about it my parents bought their four bed two and a half bathroom with like a massive kitchen for 80 grand mm-hmm and now, what, I just saw a two-bed, one-bath on Zillow for, like, 160 Excuse me? Well, it's Zillow's fault. Yeah. Because they're buying all the houses. Well, it's <laughs> rental companies' fault for buying all the houses and then making it expensive and turning it into a monopoly. But we'll get into that on yeah, another day. <laughs> yeah, but, like, like you said, with the life path is, like, our path versus our parents' path is very different, and our parents' path from was parents very different path. from their parents. Like, you had the boomers were growing up with their parents in the military. Like, mm -hmm. Dad was in the war, and Mom was at home taking care of the house mm -hmm. and the kids. Yeah, and they got education, mm -hmm. and they had jobs, and they came back, and they had jobs. Mm-hmm. And they had education. And, and they like, could support an entire family on one person's income. Right, yep. Which now is, like, unheard of. Yeah, like, my me growing up, my mom 
was a stay-at-home mom for, I don't know, half of my life. Mm -hmm. She didn't get a job until we were, I don't know, middle school-ish. Okay. Like, she worked a lot of part-time jobs. And yeah, she worked in, like, Started getting the full-time once we became more independent, so. Yeah. Yeah. My mom always like, worked, but it was, I don't know. They were, like, fine. It's unheard of now. Mm-hmm. Like, we couldn't afford this house if we both weren't working. There's no way. And we're no. just renting, like, a cheap house. <laughs> in, like, a not-great part of town. Yeah. So, it's just wild to think about. And, like, yeah, especially going back two generations, like, my grandma was married at 16 and had my mom when she was 18. Yeah, no thanks. I don't know no, that no. Right. And then my mom had my brother when she was, like, 28 and then yeah. me when she was 36, which, honestly, even for her time was, like, even for her time was, like, pretty late in life. Mm-hmm. So... It's just yeah. wild how things change. Like, married at 16 years old? Yeah. I guess you and I wouldn't have really made a difference, because here we are, but... Well, it really <laughs> seems like the college thing. It just seems like we were going to 15 years of school. Yeah. 16 years of school. Yeah. And that's it. That's a long time. That's so many years. <laughs> and I, like, obviously school is important, and we gotta learn, but, yeah, it just felt like... For me, I mean, I didn't have an issue with going to college, but for me, it was like that was the only choice, you know? Like, Yeah, I never really thought twice about it. No, I never thought about other options. I was just like, well, no, you just you go to college when yeah. you're done with high school. And there's a lot of pride with that. Oh, yeah. But like you're you're being set up for it through all of high school. Mm -hmm. And it's like. If you're not going to college, you're deviating from what Everyone your high school's says, teaching you yeah. and what all of your friends are doing. Well, because, yeah, even teachers, really hard. teachers in high school would be like, once you go off to college, your professors will not accept something like this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what if I'm not going to college? Yeah. <laughs> Got them. Yeah, then it teaches you, like, the... Teaches you not to care so much, I guess. Yeah, or <laughs> teaches you to, like, they should teach to explore all options and not teach for college yeah i don't know so that was real wild and then like well that's just the liberal agenda yeah <laughs> and then on the topic of like having families and stuff like parenting or whether or not to be a parent is so different now like with yeah, our that's parents the same thing like we said like we never thought twice about being about going to college yeah our parents probably never thought twice about being parents. Yeah, it's like you just you get married and you have kids. That's what you do. That's what you do. And now it's like, no, not necessarily. Like, it's becoming so much more normalized to not have kids mm -hmm. or have them, like, way, you know, later in life. And that's you have so to. different. It's, like, really the only way. Unless it's, like, Unless an unintentional. Yeah, or, like, an or unintentional. <laughs> I was saying, an unintentional pregnancy, but. Yeah, if you're, like, planning for it anymore. It, it's so funny because everyone is, like, having a kid isn't something that you can prepare for. You just kind of make it work. Which like, I'm sure. Well, that yeah. doesn't sound fun. Right. <laughs> like, it doesn't sound ideal. Obviously, I know raising a kid, you figure it out. But, like, financially supporting a kid, I don't want to have to figure that out. I've yeah. barely figured that out for myself. Yeah, right. 
let alone <laughs> a whole other human being. So that's like so different now. Yep. And ugh, wild. And then like even parenting styles. Like there's gentle parenting, and then like you know before you get in trouble, you get spanked. And now I got it's spanked. like I did do only yeah. like twice because I was a really good kid. But I don't know how many times, but I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, I turned out <laughs> fine, but now it's like all these studies are like, actually, that's real bad. And Thanks, science. Yeah, it's like there's no way of, like, our parents knowing that. And again, you know, we turned yeah, out fine. it's just the norm, I guess. But yeah, and then, like, just to intersect even more with technology and parenting makes that so different because Mm -hmm. before you know as a parent you'd have to entertain your kids and it was up to you to like get them stuff like toys or play games and now like you just see someone hand their kid their phone right their two-year-old child yeah and the two-year-old knows exactly what to do and they're thoroughly entertained and it's like the same thing like how we purposely unplug there are parents who will purposely will not expose their kids to technology yeah. until a certain age or like or screen time yeah 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 it's just crazy Weird. glad we don't have to worry about that i know <laughs> anytime soon at least maybe we'll have a kid before we're 30 but you know who knows who knows we're just trying a life out here right right i also feel like now too obviously a big change is going to be like m- mental health is a lot more talked about than it used to be but i also feel like so many more mental health things have like come to exist or at least more often because of technology and social media and just like the expectations put on human beings yeah nowadays right it's like what we were talking about earlier today was like I didn't know what depression was until I was old enough to experience it mm-hmm. or, e- I mean, even older, I guess. Yeah. It's like one of those things that I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it felt like. And then looking back, I was like, maybe that happened to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I would have known earlier, I could have done something about it. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. Or... I'm over self-diagnosing myself Mm -hmm. because society has taught me all of these things about mental health and depression and yeah just talking about like the fine line of obviously having that discussion and like talking about it is so good because there are people that have these issues and they feel so like different or like an outcast and then they find other people that go through similar things to them and so it can make you feel more like so to like normal so to speak mm-hmm. but then at the same time at what point can that become like harmful right. where you're turning into like a webmd situation yeah. <laughs> and you google like why does my head hurt and it's like cancer you're gonna <laughs> die tomorrow sorry <laughs> so <laughs> that's all really tricky but it's great that people are having these discussions and like I'll say it to anyone. I think everyone should have a therapist. It's just if, you know, if that's something that is possible for you or, like, feasible. Yeah. 
everyone should have a therapist, but there's not enough therapists, so everyone should become a therapist. Right. There's not enough therapists, Ideally. and therapy is expensive, and there's a lot of people that don't have insurance or the funds. Yeah, to and, you know, U.S. healthcare. Yeah, right. Yeah, and whatever. typically the ones that can't afford therapy are the ones that could benefit from it the most, right, but right. whatever. We won't get into <laughs> that. That's for another day. <laughs> Try not to get too deep yet, I guess. Yeah, we're going to hook you first, and then we'll <laughs> give you our pitch. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's just part of the general social change of our generation, I think. Yeah, there's so much, like, socially happening, too. Right. As far as, like, sexuality and rights. gender rights. Gender rights, and yeah. Yeah. Just so many things. And it's very cool to see like all of these people finally getting the freedoms and the things that they deserve. Yeah. We've seen gay marriage become legal during our generation. Yeah. That's huge. I guess that wasn't too, too long ago. So. No. There's some 1997 Gen Zers out there that saw that happen, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Still feel like we're talking to people who are 10 years younger than us, but I not know. necessarily. Right? <laughs> like, oh, you're born in 2000, you're four years old, <laughs> approximately. We're gatekeepers, that's all I can say. <laughs> Gatekeeping millennials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, social stuff is crazy, and like... People are, like, f they feel comfortable enough to be themselves more now than ever, yeah. which is really cool. Because, um, you know, before, like, a girl not shaving her legs, like, oh, my God. And I just shaved my legs today for the first time in, like, <laughs> a few months, probably. Out of a few months? Maybe. Wow. Probably, like, at least two months. Yeah, see, I didn't I notice, say. and I live with her. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, not that <laughs> crazy, but... At the same time, like, if you would have asked me in high school, I've been like an absolutely not. Like, I will shave my legs at least every other shower. And I'm like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's winter. I got to grow my extra layer for warmth. Yeah, you're just wearing pants all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, like. I just, I wonder, like, how, like, we say these things, and it's, how do we compare to a 25 year old in the 80s you know yeah like, did they feel the same way or going back even further did they feel the same way like wow my generation's so different like society's changing so much like we have all these movements like there's always been activism there's always been that's true riots there's always been like yeah for so long for way too long for all kinds of issues yeah which is like cool yeah, it's just interesting. It's just, it might just always happen. I think, I mean, it, you're right. It has always been happening, but I think anymore with like technology the way it is and news outlets and social media, it is right. so much more in our face. Yep. And uh, then the moment a thing happens, you yeah, know about it. You know about it. Everyone knows about it. Everyone's talking about it. I mean, I wake up every morning to like 20 notifications from, you know, 12 different apps. Yep. And it's like my neighborhood app where people are talking about what's happened. There's Citizen where it's like the news that like the crimes that happened last yeah. night, basically. <laughs> yeah. Crimes that happened last night. And then you've got Reddit with random stuff and then yep. Google News letting you know. And it's just like... You've got Daily Mail tabloids on your Snapchat. Yeah. You've got P 
people posting on Facebook. And, and I know, like, like, I remember growing up, my mom's morning routine was, like, wake up, make a cup of coffee, take the newspaper out in the garage and smoke her morning cigarette and read the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And just, like, chill. And now it's, like, wake up, learn everything that's happening right now, and then remember that. Because it's going to yeah. it's gonna come back here in a yeah, couple days. Yeah, and I actively try not to do that. Like, right. that is a thing. It's, like, I try not to get too into any certain news story. Mm-hmm. It's, like, if I, if I see that thing, then it's going to trigger a conversation with someone in person. Yeah. And that's great. That's yeah. totally fine. I will talk to them about that talk to my friends about that you know get in our little echo chamber and right <laughs> which is not great no but it's still nice it's to still feel something validated. like you you do want to know what's happening in the world Absolutely. obviously that's why we have these things so. but it's so hard to be able to like filter out and not feel depressed all the time because yeah. of so much stuff that's going on yeah you definitely have to actively think about those things yeah which is just weird it is like it's just <laughs> I don't know. It's great that we're able to have all this information so quickly now. But at the same time, like, people were a lot more sane when we didn't have to juggle, like, mass shootings and robberies and DUIs and kidnapping. And and it's like. Pandemics and people saying that it's not a pandemic. Yeah. And then. All of that junk that we've gone through for two years straight. Yeah. And then all the stuff that was happening during that. And it's just like. It's just so much to try to juggle. Yep. And I feel like generations that are older than us will never truly understand. Because even though they are living it now, like my mom, on many occasions, all I need my phone to do is be able to text and call people. Right. You know? And she'll get on Facebook and, like, play Facebook games. But other than that, like, my mom is very... Mom and dad, you know, they don't have that as much because they're not as like fluent in certain technologies but yeah so our parents aren't like having to juggle nearly as much and they have the excuse of like well you know i'm not like you youngins and whatever right but even still like even though they are in it it's not quite the same because i my like i could try to explain tiktok to my mom but she wouldn't she she, wouldn't do it she She wouldn't wouldn't get it it. yeah like okay (laughs) Yeah, why why am I watching all these short videos? And our brains are so wired to, like, I need this for six seconds and this until it makes me bored, and then I'm going to go to the next thing. I need something to instantly capture my attention, and you're not going to be able to hold it for long, so good luck. Yep. And that's just not... Yeah, I feel that way more and more, increasingly just, like... I don't even want to sit down and watch a TV show, so I'm just going to watch a 10-minute YouTube video. Yeah. I feel like that happened to me during the pandemic Mm because I was just, like, trying to constantly keep myself occupied because I didn't have a lot to do. Right. It's like, if we didn't have technology, what would we have done? (laughs) We would have, like, built a blanket fort and went outside and took a hike and went to our local park and, you know, random stuff like that. And all all that stuff sounds so much better. Yeah. Than watching a bunch of YouTube videos. But if you asked me to go on a hike right now, I'd be like, that's cute, but I'm watching TikToks, so maybe later. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And that's almost everyone our age. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I feel like. Seems sad, but this, I don't know. Yeah. We don't have a choice. I know. 
And I know, like, everyone's a little bit egocentric, so we're over here, like, we've grown up in the most transitional time, which is, like, probably not true, you know? Like, we had the women's ability to vote and, you know, I don't know, all kinds of stuff, obviously. All kinds of that history stuff that we don't know enough about. I honestly hate history so much. It's yeah, like, bores me like to tears. Like as a school subject. I like history. Yeah. I like the big... <laughs> I like in high school... I don't got that stuff. I don't got the facts right in my brain no. at my disposal. In high school, I like to learn that... I'd like to learn about all the like, morbid stuff, like the bubonic plague and just crazy things like that. But it was like... The Holocaust? When, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so interesting to me. Well, yeah, it is. But then it was like when General Johnson store and i was like i don't care yeah u.s history pretty boring in general (laughs) i was like hey um we whacked a bunch of indians and then tricked them into teaching us how to do stuff but we're gonna teach y'all and then we took all their land and kicked them off of it yeah but we're gonna tell y'all that we gave them land that was already theirs but we won't talk about that and then (laughs) they gave it to us all came yeah they they very generously were like take it (laughs) <laughs> and then we all came together and had dinner, and we ate mashed potatoes and turkey. Hey, I still love Thanksgiving. Oh, absolutely. We have Friendsgiving next weekend, and I am so looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> it's actually perfect this year because it's almost a full month after regular Thanksgiving. Oh, we got, like, th- I think it's three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. So it's like... I don't have to eat turkey this weekend and next weekend. Yeah, and we didn't bring home any leftovers like, this year. M- man, turkey. That turkey three weeks ago was really good. What? Let's have it again. Let's do it again. And we will. And cook a bunch more food. Right. Eat way too much. Right. Love it. Love it. Love it. So much. Love it. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> so, yeah. U.S. history. Lame. U.S. history. Lame. Thanksgiving. Yes. Pretty cool. Pretty sick. <laughs> a lie, but based on lies, it's still pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just feel like it was like, I'm happy with how we grew up with technology because I feel like we had, like I was saying earlier, we had a chance to have like the humble beginnings of figuring out how to entertain yourselves and becoming friends with people just because they lived in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And... Do you think that doesn't happen anymore? I don't know. I'm sure it does a little bit, but I would doubt much. Like, I was friends with, like, all the kids that lived on my street and, like, a street or two over. Yeah, I really don't know. hang out and play, like, hide-and-seek or just, I don't know, do stupid stuff. All that stuff, yeah. Right. But nowadays, it's just so different. So we had that chance to have, like, our humble beginnings and learn how to entertain ourselves with the outdoors and each other and then once we started like I don't know becoming a little more mature in a way then we got the smartphones and we were lucky because we had the technology to like do research on the internet rather than going to the library and getting the encyclopedias and this and that so there are definitely benefits to it but then there are some things that's yeah I mean I love it yeah. My brain's just weirder now. Yeah, my brain's very complex. Your big your big old nails keep hitting your big old water bottle and it keeps making big old Sorry. noises. I can't help it. Big old lady nails. 
Big old lady nails. <laughs> they're not even that long. Well, they're loud. Yeah, when ASMR. Here. ASMR. That's what mine sound like. You can't even hear it. You ASMR. USB device not recognized. What are you talking about? Is, the, is my mic not working anymore? Wait, stop. Is my mic not working anymore? Or is it my mic that's not working? Yeah, it's your mic for sure. Bruh. Hi, everyone. So, as you can tell, we had some technical difficulties. Oopsies. At the end there. Oopsies. Oops. This is, I don't know, a few weeks later, maybe a month, maybe less. Um, so sorry for the delay. We'll pick up right where we left off, right? Yeah, which was just kind of rambling. I think so. We were rambling at the end of the episode, so we just want to say uh, happy to be a millennial and peace out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um and we are about to record our next episode right now. Right now. So we promise it's not going to be this long again before we post another episode. Hopefully. No. <laughs> no. We're holding <laughs> ourselves to this. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye, everyone. Okay. Bye, y'all.